Welcome to another episode of Ben There Done That, where I, your host, Mariela Lozano, will share the best tips and knowledge that I have gained from my experiences, the good and the bad, throughout my college, personal, and professional life. I challenge you to step out of the comfort zone and learn to be the best version of yourself. Don't worry, I got you. I've been there, and this is how I get to say that I've done that. Welcome back to another episode of the Been There, Done That podcast. My name is Mariela Lozano and I am your host. And today I'm going to be recording episode number nine, Get Your Grind Up with Justin Wen. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Been There, Done That podcast. Today I have a special guest on here and his name is Justin. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Justin. How's everyone doing? Um, my name is Justin Wynn. I'm the CEO and founder of Get Your Grind Up and the host of Declassified College podcast. I'm just really here to sort of share the cheat codes to college. That's that's what I love to do. Awesome. Thank you. And so now we're going to be playing, you already guessed it, a virtual game of hot seat. So let's get right into it. The first question I have for you is Netflix or Hulu? Netflix, definitely. Disney or Nickelodeon? Uh, old Nick. Okay. Disneyland or Universal Studios? Uh, Universal Studios. DC or Marvel? Marvel. What was the last book you read? Um, can I do audiobook? Yeah. Uh, it was it was about the Instagram. It was about the the founders of the Instagram of Instagram. I forgot what the name of it, but that's what it was about. Awesome. And then, what is your biggest fear? Um, heights. I hate heights. <laughs> oh my god, me but too. I love to fly. Okay, yeah, me too. Same on that one. And then, what's your <laughs> dream job? Um, what I'm doing right now. Okay. What's your favorite word? My favorite word? Um, time. Time. Um, let me see what else. What's your hidden talent? My hidden talent? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have one, <laughs> to okay, be perfect. honest. Okay. Well, that was our minute. Thank you so much for participating in that. And we're going to hop right into the first section of questions. What do you like to do for fun? Um, I, I love to, to play soccer. I grew up playing soccer, uh, but that's sort of not really a thing anymore with COVID. So a lot of my time now is spent like doing podcasting and I love learning more about like the editing and becoming sort of a, a sound engineer, which I never would have thought that I would become. That's amazing. And can you tell us a little bit about like what sound engineering is? Yeah, I mean, so I'm definitely still learning the ropes, like just getting started in it. But it's really sound engineering. When people think of like rappers, for instance, you just tend to think about the rapper, but you don't really think about like Metro Boomin is probably the biggest sound engineer that most people might know if they pay attention to rap. But there's a whole industry of those people that produce those beats, make everything sound smooth and clear so that when your your song is going out, it sounds great. But that's also applying to podcasts as well. So I'm trying to learn the same sort of techniques that people add into their music of like beats and soundtracks and music in the background so that I can place that into my own podcast to make it more of an immersive experience rather than just a person talking onto a podcast. What was one of the most impactful moments or events in your undergraduate experience? The, the number one most impactful event has to be 
my roommate, my freshman year, Gustavo, shout out to Gustavo. Uh, before I became involved in business, I was an athletic training major just because I was playing soccer in, in high school. And I thought that that would be my unique way of combining my, my love for sports as well as fulfilling my parents' dream of wanting me to become a doctor. But we were sitting in our, our dorm room one day and we played this game FIFA. And on FIFA, there's Ultimate Team, which sort of has a stock market aspect to it. And I learned how to trade coins and I, was, I traded to like a million coins in the first three months. And my roommate was like, dude, you can do this in real life. And that one comment right there really just set sort of everything down the business track of that got me into finance, which led me into learning about Gary Vee. And then Gary Vee led me into learning about entrepreneurship and marketing. And here I am now. That's so amazing. Like we never know what type of experiences will lead us to where we want to be, or it's just like very fluid. So I feel like that's really important. That's really cool that your roommate was able to have a very big impact on you. Yeah, I probably literally wouldn't be here if uh, if it wasn't for Gustavo. Awesome. Shout out to Gustavo. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, what was your favorite part of your undergraduate experience? My favorite part about my undergrad is hmm, probably going back up to Connecticut every single summer. And so a little bit backstory on that. I'm originally from Connecticut and then I came down to Florida for school because my parents always wanted to move down to Florida. And I was like, why not take finals in the sun rather than take finals in the middle of the winter and like have to truck through a mile and a half or like a mile of snow and then a foot and a half of snow too. So I was like, let's go down to school in Florida. And what I would do is every single summer, I would finesse the internship system basically to allow me to intern up in the summer in Connecticut. And I would get to meet up with all my boys that I went to high school with, uh, stay with my girlfriend because um, her family was still up there at the time. So it was that I think that was always my highlight of the year. Even all the things that I was doing throughout the school year, I always look forward to the summer of being able to be back with all the kids that I grew up with. Next question is, tell me about a time that you failed at something and about resilience or solved the problem. And this can be within your professional career or your college experience. Yeah, I mean, so going back to like that internship experience, um, I was doing everything that I was told that I needed to do. I was getting good grades. I had a near 4.0 GPA. And I, I was joining the school clubs because that's what you're told to do kind of going through through college. And the next thing on that list is getting an internship. So I was like, okay, I've done everything. Getting an internship should be pretty easy. So what I did was I applied to like 50 plus internships and I didn't even get a call back. I would just either get a rejection email or just nothing in general and just get ghosted. So I was like, what the heck is going on? And I realized that I wasn't playing the game of college right. I was doing things that my parents were telling me and and my friend's parents were telling me, but I wasn't playing the game that was actually in front of me. And that's when I learned all these sort of cheat codes of like with networking, everyone always thinks that it's about who you know, but in reality, it's about who remembers you. And if you don't, if you don't have a good story to tell, no one's going to remember you. And when that job opportunity does arise, they're not going to think of you. So you have to master your story to get in front of that person. So they remember you whenever that job or internship opportunity comes up, they think of who you are. So just little things like that, that I learned throughout that allowed me to intern at five different places. By the time that I graduated, it was, uh, it was really eye-opening. Um, that one time of like really trying to find an internship and getting rejected like 50 times. Yeah, I feel like rejection is always the one thing that allows us to just move out of our comfort zone and try again and try new methods because everyone tries to and tends to stick to the same routine. 
um, and never really like moves out of their comfort zone. Yeah, I wish it wasn't the case, right? But it's just something that that just kind of happens. You you have to figure out how can you get rejected, how can you fail quickly, but also take a lesson from there and continue to improve every single time you do. Yep, exactly. I love that. And now we're going to be shifting gears and talking more about your professional life, how you got into your business and all that good stuff. Perfect. So what are you most passionate about and why? So right now it's it's really just about helping out college students. Um, basically going off of that story right there of getting rejected by those 50 internships. It was just, I want to be able to help the students that just don't know any better. The students that feel like they're doing everything right or doing it as best as they can because they have a family to pro- provide for or they've got to work a full-time job to be able to pay for their, their bills and everything that's going on. And they don't have the time to do the research that I did and they don't know where to even look. I want to create that resource that pops up in front of them so they can know what they don't know. And that's what I'm looking to build with Declassify College and Get Your Grind Up. Yeah. So our original podcast, the Get Your Grind Up podcast, that was geared towards more like the non-traditional path to success. So thinking about like entrepreneurs, esports gamers, influencers, sort of these quote unquote people that would always get told that they were overnight successes. And especially with Instagram, it can kind of feel that way. So our thinking behind it was let's find these people and let's talk to them so that we can really understand the grind that it took and tell their story. And it was great. We got to meet a lot of cool people. And what we learned was students really listened to a podcast and they wanted to. But when we looked at the analytics, our 45 minutes to an hour long episodes, a lot of people were dropping off after 10, 15, 20 minutes. So when we took that data back and we realized that we really wanted to focus on the college audience of helping students down the traditional path, we created Declassified College with that in mind. And that's why our episodes are really short, one topic to each one. And we're trying to add that vlog sort of aspect to it by bringing in different perspectives and creating characters um, through some of our episodes. Um, What happened the most rewarding and also challenging experiences that you've encountered with both of those? I would say the the biggest challenge with just podcasting in general is just figuring out how to grow your audience. Um, it, it's it's incredibly tough when it comes to podcasting because there's no real algorithm that can give you a boost. It's all really just word of mouth, or if you can build up a big enough platform on a different um, on a different medium, a different social media. So the most rewarding thing that has come out of that was I started to create content on LinkedIn. And from there, now my stuff gets viewed like 250,000 times every single month. And that has allowed me to do speaking engagements internationally in the US and allowed me to start my own LinkedIn consulting business where I help businesses with that so I can pay the bills while still building Get Your Grind Up and Declassified until it becomes self-sustaining entities. So I would say from the, the failure of podcasting algorithms, so to say, has really come with my knowledge of like marketing, especially on LinkedIn. And that has allowed a bunch of different, different business opportunities. It's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's super tough. Uh, podcasting is completely different than I think most people think of it. It's there's, even if you're putting up the best content in the world, it's how can you use different mediums to be found when it comes to your podcast. So it's, it's a lot, it's a whole bigger animal than most people think about it. Um, What is your ultimate tip for students who are listening? And this can be either career advice or school advice. Um, I would say my ultimate tip is realize that we overestimate what we can do in one year and we underestimate what we can accomplish in 10 years. And the reason I say that is because that bad grade that you just got on your chemistry exam or your economics final, whatever it is, it might seem like the end of the world right now. 
but in 10 years when you have your job as a upper management level role at Disney or at Universal, wherever it is, it doesn't, it won't matter that you got a C on the economics final. What matters is you worked as hard as you can to get whatever grade that was. And then are you continuing to get better 1% every single day? Because that law of compound interest, it does wonders, not only to your bank account when it comes to investing, but also to your life when you, when you apply it there. Where can these individuals find resources to be a successful student? And this can be either your podcast that you were talking about or any other resources that you may have. Yeah. So, I mean, the number one resource, if you want to learn more about declassified colleges, search on any uh, podcasting platform that you listen on, whether it's Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be, just look up declassified college. And if you want to check out our website, it's getrogrindup.com. So G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. And if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, let me know that this podcast sent you there. It's just linkedin.com forward slash I-N forward slash Justin G-C-G-U. Awesome. And then what are you most excited for this year? I'm super excited because we're actually launching our first ambassador program for our course. So typically ambassador programs for like t-shirt companies and e-commerce companies, all you really get is like a free t-shirt or a discount code. If you promote the stuff on Instagram or something, we want to make ours more career oriented a just because of our branding, but also B we want to really, uh, launch people's careers. So what we're planning to do with our brand ambassador campus program is allowing students to get their foot in the door when it comes to marketing. They'll be able to learn through some some marketing assignments to be able to build up a portfolio by the time that they they finish out the semester. But we're also bringing in some industry experts to come in and talk to to these students so that they can actually learn about different careers in marketing, all while being able to promote the, the declassified college brand and podcast and build awareness around it all. Okay. And then I have the Instagram questions for you. So the first one is, how did you know when to start your business? And then have you ever changed your business idea to another? Yeah. So how did I know when to start it? I mean, it was really Getro Grindup was the first entity and it started off as a joke. Um, so I'm of Asian descent and the Asian stereotype is just you're naturally good at school and it's not necessarily a bad thing. And my friends used to always joke around with me about it. So I was like, Hey guys, like I'm getting these 4.0s and getting into these internships. Let me show you all this hard work that I'm actually doing. I'm not just getting it because I'm Asian. So I would always put on like my, my Instagram story or my Snapchat story, my study tips and how I'm working and doing all these things. And at the end, I would always say, get, get your grind up. And it started to build a little bit of momentum. People like the banter behind it. So my girlfriend, Michelle, and one of my best friends from back home, Gary, were like, hey, let's turn this into something serious. And that's what led to the podcast, which is now turned into Declassified College. Awesome. And then the last question is, what portions of learning in college contributed to your success when starting a business? Um, I'll be honest. I didn't, I don't think I've learned much from school when it comes to starting a business. I got a finance degree uh, in college. And I think if you're going into investment banking, a finance degree sets you up pretty well. But because I didn't really go into uh investment banking, a lot of the stuff that I learned about forecasting and, and Excel sheets and models, financial models and everything like that, it didn't really translate all too much just yet because we're not really dealing with those numbers so far. Um, but I guess in the future, when we do get to that, that scale, um, it could help out. I think the, the number one thing that I learned in college 
was just being able to put myself in uncomfortable situations, whether that was going out um, to, to join a club and like joining, walking into the club and everyone's dressed up in a suit and tie because it's a business club and you're walking in with like shorts and you're like, what the heck is going on right now? <laughs> um, super awkward. But then you have to realize like, oh, wait, this is a business club. And then it's also awkward because I'd never really wore suits in my life either. So walking onto campus, especially in the hot Florida sun with a full on suit, just to go attend a one hour meeting was super different, but it's something that I had to kind of force myself to do. And I, I learned all these different things of it's okay to do things that you don't necessarily like right now because it might lead to something better in the future. So that, that has allowed me to, to meet a lot of cool people um, as well as some, some opportunities too. So that's, that's just one thing. I think, I think if you're going to learn something in college, that's probably going to be the number one thing is just being able to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. School doesn't actually teach us that, right? They always tell us, oh, you need to find internships. But nowadays, especially it's like to get an internship, you have to have work experience. And you're like, well, the internship was supposed to be my first work experience. And then if you graduate without internships, then you go and find these entry-level positions. And some of them say two to three years of work experience before you can get this entry-level job. And you're like, well, what the heck? How, is, how was I supposed to go to school, be a full-time student, probably work a part-time, at least job, or even full-time, as well as get relevant work experience? And the way that you can kind of combat this, which again, school doesn't tell you, is just start something on the side. Even if you're putting something for for five hours a week, 10 hours a week since you started your freshman year, you can put that on your resume that you've been doing it for four years. And people don't realize that. And that adds to your work experience. And no matter what industry that you're in, you can always start a project on the side that works on the skills that you'll need, whether it's marketing, engineering, um, even the medical majors, you can always start something that really proves that you have the skill sets to succeed in that entry-level position, whatever you're going for. I thank you so much, Justin, for sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom with us and your amazing resources. Go ahead and shout those out one more time so our listeners can make sure to jot those down. Definitely. Yeah. If you're going to check out one spot, just definitely check out the Declassified College podcast. Um, from there, it'll lead you to basically everything. So just look up Declassified College on any podcasting platform that you're listening to. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Thank you.